Hey guys, an anxious man here. It is the uh, Monday morning. We call this Monday Thoughts. And why am I going to create this Monday podcast and call it Monday Thoughts? Because Monday is just another day of the week. I know that we uh, are prone. I don't want to say brainwashed or conditioned. That might be true, but we're prone to get the Sunday night blues because everybody hates Monday. Monday's the first day of the week for most people, blah, blah, blah. Monday is just another day in the week. So here's my Monday thoughts. Um, my thought of today uh, that I wanted to share with you guys is about dealing with things that you can't control and things that you can't control in regards to your anxiety or just in general. You don't have anxiety, but you notice that there are things that are affecting you that you probably can control and change for the better. And there are things that you can't control that might bum you out and why you shouldn't let it happen. Now, and, and I'm going to get right into it. So... Um, I'll start with my own perspective. So things that you can't control that might give you anxiety. Uh, there's like the really big things like one day I'm going to die. And um, I don't mean to make a joke of it, but uh, you, you kind of have to make light of it and uh, accept the fact that yes, one day, whether you like it or not, you will no longer exist. Whatever that means, whatever you believe about it, that's just one of the things. And uh, also to the smallest things like the cars in traffic. You can't control the other cars in traffic. So you either drive your car the same place as you usually drive every day and get mad and yell at the windshield, bang the steering wheel, and get yourself all aggravated, or you understand that you can't really control it, and what's the benefit of getting upset about it? So me personally, when it comes to driving, I like to, if someone's trying to get over, I just let them get over. It's not about winning or feeling like you've been taken advantage of or someone, just if someone's going, just let them what, you know, why not let them in? And then also things like whether or not people like you or not. You know, um, of course we want to be liked, we want attention, we want to be seen, we want to be heard, but uh, you really can't control whether or not someone likes you or doesn't like you. Um, I read something the other day, I'm not sure where, I don't remember, you know, it might have been something on Instagram, might have been a, you know, a, an article, I don't remember, but basically it was... Um, talking about how there's a million different it's like almost like the multiverse theory but in reality in this realm or dimension where there's like thousands of versions of you out there everyone you've ever interacted with whether you know them or not someone you bumped into on the street someone that just saw you while they were doing their thing and it might be a stranger in their memory there's like this version of you it could be something as simple as like you were the guy walking past them when they were, you know, proposing to their wife or something is, is a more in-depth is like how your best friend, you know, sees you. I mean, you might have a better idea of how your best friend sees you, but there's like a thousands or maybe hundreds, you know, depending on how many things you've done and how many people you know, different versions of you out there. And you can't really be concerned with that because you have no control over it. Just be yourself. Be as genuine as possible. I know that might seem real easy for some and maybe difficult for others. You know, some people do put a mask on every day, you know, for, you know, self-preservation or just for ego. You know, there's different reasons why we do those things. But there is, and, you know, for most of us, myself, everyone probably, just different versions of yourself out there. And that's one of the things that you can't control. Now, those are just a couple examples. Now, for me, something that affects me, that I absolutely can control, that I don't like. Now, if you listen to my podcast in the past, if you watch my videos on YouTube, I've had anxiety for what I would say my entire life. Um, I don't know when it started, but it started a very long time ago. 
I've been hardwired for, for it through different uh, reasons. Uh, you know, your parents try to protect you, so they fill your head with like, you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't, don't go here. That kind of stuff, which kind of creates a, a level of anxiety. But also then it compounds by your experiences and your reactions to the surrounding world around you. So I've had anxiety for a long time, and in the past, I felt like there was lots of things that were in my control to change, but I felt like they weren't in my control, or they were just affecting me, like almost like the world was happening to me. Now, in recent time, uh, if you guys have listened to my last episode, uh, I haven't been recording as much as I wanted to. Now I'm going to try to do this Monday Thoughts every Monday, and also post up something on Fridays as well video and also an audio here on uh, on Anchor and Spotify or iTunes, wherever you're listening to uh, this audio. And basically, through my progress that I've had over the last two years, the successes that I've had, the, the, uh, the evolving that I've gone through, I noticed that there's probably, if I really sat down and made a list, there's a few things that are probably still affecting me that I absolutely have control over. The number one thing is my lateness, my... It's probably a branch of procrastination, but I uh, was late to work today, and I didn't get in trouble. I'm a grown man. You know, what are they going to do? Slap me? I didn't get fired. I'm sure some places you could, but it's just one of the things that does bug me, but I have absolute control over it. I'm a person who has never, ever, ever had had any kind of routine. I have been working for this company, Safelight. For four years in one capacity or another, I was in the warehouse for a while, now I'm a technician. And I was really thinking about this morning on my way to work, after I was probably, I'm probably an hour late, I'm not going to lie. And uh, you're thinking like, dude, that's crazy, how are you fucking an hour late? But anyway, um, I'll get into it. I uh, noticed that if I really looked at every day I've been here, all my time, my punches in, my punches out, I've probably been on time when they wanted me to be there at a certain time. Let's say 30 times. It may be a little bit more, but I'm going to just be... I'm going to be uh, as honest or as you know critical about it as possible. I'd say 30 out of 40 years. So I've pretty much been late almost every day. And I'm, it's not just work. It's not just something that affects my, my, my work, my job. I have what my friends describe as Lou time. My name is Lou, and I live on Lou time. So give you a a pretty common exchange between me and my best friend. Not just like a friend, my best friend. He'll say, hey, you coming over tomorrow night? And I'll say, yeah, I'm coming over. Then the next day comes and I go, he goes, uh, yeah, I want you to be here around uh, around uh, 9. And I go, okay, I'll see you there. I'll, I'll be there at, you know, 9, 9.30. He's like, all right, I'll see you at 11. And that's pretty much how the exchange goes because they call it loot time. I, for some reason, and I, even saying that for some reason in quotations, is my cop out. I know exactly why it is. It's definitely procrastination, especially when it comes to things like going out and doing social activities. You know, I know I have to be there by 9, so what I really should be doing is, you know, at 8 o'clock, getting my shit together, take a shower, get dressed. Now, it's 8.45, and I'm doing the time game. Like, all right, I've got to be there in 15 minutes. It takes me 25 minutes to get there. So I'm definitely going to be 15 minutes late, but really, I'm going to be like an hour late because I haven't even sho- I haven't done all the things I need to do. So it's really something that affects me, and it bothers me most of the time, not all the time. With work, it bugs me, and even like, you know, showing up to events. I don't want to be the late, you know, it's good to be fashionably late, I guess, if something starts at 9, be there at 9.30, but I'll be there at like, you know, 10, (laughs) or later. So it's definitely something I have absolute control over. 
So something I'm going to be uh, actually putting time and effort into is because I have, you know, as people know, if you can relate and you're a person who's late all the time and you procrastinate, it's not like I don't have alarms. Oh, I have alarms. I have an alarm. And I actually did that, you know, the method of putting my, you know, my uh, my wake-up alarm, whatever you want to call it. It's not next to my bed. It's across the room. So when it goes off at 6 a.m., I literally have to get up and go, you know, turn it off, which would then make you, of course, a normal person. Be awake. I'm awake. I'm standing. I'm out of the bed. Um, I haven't heard that alarm in, in I want to say, months, but maybe a month. You know, it usually goes off at 6. The alarm on my phone, which is right next to me, of course, I sleep with listen to music or whatever, goes off at 5.30 in the morning. I haven't heard that alarm in a couple weeks either. Uh, but even when I did, I'm sure, either in a state of sleep or, you know, I actually woke up, I turned it off and went back to sleep. That is the issue. It's like a, a lazy, laziness thing or procrastination, whatever you want to call it. It's just me uh, avoiding, you know, the thing I need to do for whatever reason. I'm sure there's a myriad of reasons. So it's like I need to, I know, I've identified the, the issue for me. And it's, it is, it really is an issue for me. I can just continue being late, lose my job, get another job. My friends will forgive me. I assume my family, you know, they, they're used to it. But I kind of, I want to do it for me. I want to make this change because I know I can. And what is it, you know, what's the benefit of being late? You know, I'm not saying I have to be early to everything or exactly on time every time. But I, it's about routine. You know, it's about the decluttering of your, it's a, it's a decluttering of the mental space. So for me, something I can control is being on time to things. Creating a routine. Getting up every day at the same time and trying to go to bed every day at the same time because the going to bed part is in direct relation to the getting up part. I'm going to bed at, at 8 one night and then 10 the other night and midnight the next night. Of course, you know, my body is used to a certain amount of sleep. For me, it's about 5 or 6 hours, sometimes a little bit more, but usually I only sleep about 5 or 6 hours. So a lot of years I spent going to bed after midnight. So I went to bed at between 12 and 2 p.m. plus, so that affected me. Even if I got up at 7, I'm still late, plus I'm tired. Now, because of the work I'm doing, and, and sometimes I'm going to bed early. Maybe I'll fall asleep at 8, 8.30. Now I'm getting up at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. What I really should think I should do in those instances when I get up really early, like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, is just get up. I know it's really early, but get up. Make a podcast, make my breakfast, maybe not even eat it shower get ready start the day early and then at least i'll create some kind of routine i'll go to work i'll come home i'll probably go to bed early again and then repeat but i never actually got myself into this routine so my goal now is and i know this will help and the reason why i bring this up is because it is related to anxiety this whole like i'm constantly either in a rush or catching up or, you know, chasing after the clock and the and people. And I always, you know, had this, like, low-laying background sense of, like, I should have been there already. Yes, I'm used to myself. Yes, people, people I work with, people I know personally, they're all used to it. I'm sure the people at work don't, you know, like the little less than the people I know because I'm supposed to be at work at a certain time. But I get mad at myself, not as much as I used to because it's not about beating yourself up. It's about making the, identifying the problem and changing it. So for me, the thing I know I can control is being on time to things. And I bring this up because I want you guys to know that 
whether it's this issue that you might have as well or something similar, if you can identify it and you know that it's something that you can change, it's something that's in your control, you should change it. And also a part of it is you should be able, you should, you know, do your best to try to identify, especially with anxiety. For years and years and years, I couldn't even identify the triggers, the causes. All I was able to see were the symptoms, the after effects. You know, if you're, you know, freaking out about you're your dizzy or you're tingly or you're in pain or you're nauseous or your head hurts or all the symptoms you might have because of anxiety, that's the almost the last step. I mean, panic might be the last step, but those symptoms are, you know, you're you're seeing the the effects of the triggers of the things that, you know, cause the anxiety. So you have to kind of reverse engineer your symptoms. It's tough. It took me years to figure out what are the things that are happening that are causing me to be in a state of anxiety. Because by the time I get into the state of anxiety, it's technically too late. I've already surpassed all the things that have happened. I didn't notice them. I didn't stop them. I didn't identify them. I didn't address them. And now here I am in a high state of anxiety, which normally in the past would lead me into panic or days and days and days of just stress and fearfulness and all that kind of stuff. So it's about controlling what you can control. For me, the thing I'm going to work on starting today is uh, getting into a routine, creating, you know, a, a circumstance, a situation where I can actually succeed at this. So it's not about just saying, yeah, I want to get in a routine and just going right back to doing what I was doing. It's about tonight when I get home from work, I have to make a decision. How much time do I have before I should be in bed? I should be in bed no later than, let's say, 11. 10.30, 11 is the absolute latest. So if that's the time that I make, I need to stick to it. It won't be easy. I might even fall asleep earlier tonight. It, it is very random because of the way I've been for so long. But that's what you need to do. And then set an alarm for the morning. When that alarm goes off, even though you're in that haze, that sleep, I just woke up, you might not even be fully conscious. I mean, I've turned my alarm off and not known it. You know, I've woken up an hour after my alarm and been like, I didn't even hear that thing. Because you're just doing it in your sleep. So try to create a situation like I've, I have, you know, I have tried. You know, put the alarm, the alarm clock across the room. Maybe even do something with the phone. I'm not sure, but I'm going to work on it. And I will keep you guys updated, of course. But that's really the point of this episode. I wanted you to be able to, for your anxiety, identify the things that you can control and the things that you can't. And it's important to make that distinction. Because the things you can't control, it's not like you have to just succumb to the effects of them either. It's like, well, I can't control these things, so I'm just going to let them... You can, by doing, by making decisions and actions and, and controlling your reactions to things, you can let the things that you can't control affect you less, or not so negatively. You know, like the traffic and the people who might... You know, people you know, you actually might consider them friends, but they, don't, they, they might not think of you the way you might think you want to be thought of. I know that sounds complicated, but you kind of have to let go of those things. But uh, I guess I can talk about that in another episode. But basically today I want to talk about just controlling the things that you can control, which for me, in this instance, is being on time to anything, because I'm late to everything, <laughs> and uh, identifying you know, what they are. You know, because of my progress, and if you go to my, uh, in my bio here on, on Anchor, my website, it's a link tree. So you click on it and it sends you the links to all my, my blog and links back to here on Spotify. You can go look at my YouTube channel. And I documented the first six months every day of my anxiety when it was at its peak. The first six months when I was going to the doctor and I was constantly in a state of high anxiety. 
and went through it all. And I'm sure if I go back now and look at those episodes, I've looked at a few, but if I went back and every day watched a little bit of each one, I would notice the things that even then I wasn't noticing. Because when you make the progress, you start to be able to decipher what are the things that are actually triggering. What's the, like what happens to me now? If I get a negative thought right now, I can arrest it in its place. Yes, the negative thought inhabited my brain for a couple seconds, but I don't have to grab onto it. I don't have to hold onto it. I don't have to chase after it. My thoughts are not reality. It's not a message from God or the universe. You know, follow your gut. You know, follow your heart. But when those thoughts come in, you should be able to decipher what are the genuine thoughts that are going to help you and propel you forward. And what are the ones that are just the lizard brain, the low brain, the distractions, the negative stuff. So I got interrupted there. I'm actually at work. I'm in my van and the phone rang. It was a customer. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm already at like 17 minutes. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, you know, just identifying, I'm, I'm, I'm much better at identifying what's going on and why and taking what truly doesn't serve me and letting it go. And it's, it's a struggle. There are things that still kind of gnaw at me. This is one of them a little bit, you know, the being late and not being on time, but it's something I know I can control. So I don't feel so helpless about it anymore. I don't feel so lost about it. And um, if you're at this stage as well or beyond it, then you understand what I'm talking about. If you're not, if you're just starting to go through anxiety or have been for years and just don't know what to do, um, you will. You will figure it out. Um, just by doing what you're doing right now. I mean, you reached out. You're looking for podcasts or YouTube videos or other people who are experiencing things you've experienced or have experienced those things. And, and listening to their experiences because you know, uh, you know, whether you know or not, actually, I'll say, in, in my opinion, with anxiety, 99% of it is the same. We all have the same exact symptoms and methods and go through the same things. It's that 1% that's very specific to us. The thing that's based on our personality and our, and our experiences, you know, what causes it. It might be your mom, it might be your friends, it might be just the circumstances. It's a little different for all of us, but the processes we go through, the sensations we get, the feelings and the thoughts, if we talk to each other, I think we realize that they're pretty much they're very similar, if not exactly the same. So I know that me doing this will help you, because I know that other people who have done this before I did this, and that's when I shout out like Wonder Bro and Anxiety Guy on, on YouTube, I used to watch their videos and be like, oh wow, you know, this is exactly what I'm going through. And once I started making my videos, even two years ago when I was really in the heat, the, the height of my anxiety, I would get comments from people just like me going like, wow, I really relate to this. Thank you for sharing this. And I was like, wow, I'm not, you know, I, I, I obviously wanted to put it out there for people to see, but when someone who's in the same state that you're in is like, hey, you're making a lot of sense, even though I thought sometimes I wasn't. I thought I was just babbling and rambling and, you know, but I'm trying to get as much information out there as I possibly can. So I think for today's Monday episode, I will say Monday thought is identify what you can control. And if you need to change it, change it, if you, you know, that kind of thing. And, if, and also identify the things that you can't control and figure out. It's going to take time. It takes a lot longer than instant. We all want instant gratification, but it doesn't take as long as you fear, which is forever. So I'll leave you with that thought. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, go check out uh, the link on my uh, bio here on Anchor. It's got my uh, the link to my, it's, an, it's a link tree. So it's got my blog, my YouTube channel, uh, art that I have, my Instagram as well. 
Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the underscore Luniverse. And, uh, yeah, I'll leave you there. Thanks a lot for listening. This is an anxious man. See you later.